the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. And welcome to another episode of No Buts About It. It is our 101st episode. The last episode was episode 100, and I forgot to say something. But we've made it 100 episodes, now 101. Thank you to everyone who has listened, who has supported the show. Uh, I was on the Cardinal Rule last night with Joe Camo. Uh, my mock draft was the best mock draft they'd ever seen. That's what they said. It was the greatest mock draft ever. Um, oh, was it was was yeah, that really what yeah, they said? Yeah, the Cardinals GM actually looked at my mock draft, and that's actually what they're going to do. Oh, I I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that the GM was, you know, so yeah, he, uh, involved with uh, YouTube. Yeah, you know? he, I didn't know he, that. He's actually just YouTubing what the fans want, and then he saw mine, and he just loved it. Especially from like a Bengals fan, you know, he yeah. definitely was like, you know what? Out of everybody, we're gonna <laughs> listen to the Bengals fans for the for the mock draft. No, no, I had I made some mistakes, but you know that's that's kind of part of it. Joe made some mistakes on his Bengals mock draft. I made some on my Cardinals mock draft. We talked about it. It was fun. I had a great time. Um, so go check out the Cardinal Rule if you are an Arizona Cardinals fan. And uh, if you came over from the Cardinal Rule to support this show, thank you. Hope you enjoy yourself over here. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm in a dorm room in Steubenville, Ohio, hence all the shelves. Chuss is in his basement in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with his bird, Murray. I'm rocking the merch right now. I got the God is great, beer is good, football's fun, and Chuss is toxic tank on, which will be the merch store will be the link in the bio you can go buy it so it's, it's pretty comfortable to be honest i've worked out in it a couple times and like i wouldn't just say that i'm not just trying to like plug the merch but i do actually enjoy wearing it um so this is something chuss this i don't know where it's going to appear it's above me right now but this little uh graph here is something chuss sent me before the show except he had uh, the or you didn't have it, but the guy who made the one you sent me had the Browns above the Ravens. Yeah, it, it was uh, Cincinnati, I think, at twelve and five. Cleveland at ten and seven. Baltimore eight and nine. And Steelers, I think, six and eleven. So, so yeah, and I think this one was this one that's on the screen was made about a week ago. So before the Lamar Jackson situation, which I talked about a little bit on the Cardinal Rule. I think a lot of teams need to pay attention to it, including the Cardinals, because wherever Lamar goes, that is going to just shift the league. It's going to cause issues for teams. Certain teams might want to trade up that don't need to trade up anymore if Lamar goes to their team. 
Uh, the Colts being that primary team that he's been linked to, I think if they somehow land Lamar, then the Colts don't need to trade up for a quarterback. They don't need to go and make sure they get uh, probably the third best guy out there. So I, I think the consensus, it's pretty clear, the Cincinnati Bengals, barring injury of Joe Burrow or long-term injury of Jamar Chase, they are going to win the division, right? Can we agree there? Bengals should oh, win the division. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I agreed with that before. I mm-hmm. When I was texting you about it, I said, I was like, Cincinnati, yes, at the top. Cleveland, number two, absolutely not. I, I pretty much have already came to that consensus. There's, the only way that Cincinnati wouldn't, like you said, make it is if Cincinnati had a bunch of injuries or something like that. Kind of like how the LA Rams did. You know, I feel like the Rams could have been a lot better this year had they not had some key injuries. So um, very similar. And while Murray is very loud today, I guess he agrees with me. So, so these, he's very vocal today. These three are very interesting to me. Um, mainly, and I can't highlight that way, but mainly the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Because we're in year two of Kenny Pickett. And he's going to have to improve. He's going to have to have a great sophomore year. Uh, Lamar is leaving the Ravens. He doesn't want to play for the Ravens. So I don't think I don't, we, we talked about this over text. I don't see a situation where the Ravens get second. I can barely see them getting the eight and nine that this mock you sent me had unless JK Dobbins stays healthy the entire time. Unless uh, you've got someone like Tyler Huntley, who is their current backup, who just balls out. Um, They don't really have any receivers. Uh, They just signed Nelson Aguilar from the Patriots, but I don't think that's going to be enough. I, I agree with you. I don't think that this is really a team that can get second in the division with the Cleveland Browns having Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb. They've added Elijah Moore from the Jets, who a lot of people forget about Elijah Moore. He was very good his rookie year. Then he was kind of like, he was kind of saying, hey, I'm not really getting the targets I want. I want you guys to trade me. Didn't play a few games, came back. He was like buried in the depth chart for a little bit, but he's still very young, very talented receiver. I have no idea what Deshaun Watson's going to look like for the Cleveland Browns. So I think the Cleveland Browns could maybe get second in the division. They could come up here and uh, maybe get 10 wins. I don't know. 10 wins might be a little generous. Uh, that's going to completely depend on how Deshaun Watson plays, in my opinion. He, he... And I, I don't think he really showed that much promise at the end of the season, to be completely honest, when he came back. I mean, I feel I thought Jacoby Brissett played better mm-hmm. at times, so it it was kind of like a a mixed bag. I mean, there was a lot going on with Deshaun Watson at the time. I mean, he had just been suspended for so long, and he had a lot of controversy coming back into the game. But um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how uh, Watson does because I, I don't think he is as good as um, I think a lot of the uh, mock predictions are having him uh you know projecting cleveland to be like second place or like 10 and 7 you know I, i've seen you know like 11 and 6 and stuff and don't get me wrong i don't think the cleveland browns are that bad of a team but i, I don't think they're quality they're able to be 
capable of winning that many games. Uh, I think probably 10 and seven, like you said, is a little generous. I think nine and eight, honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised if Baltimore, Cleveland and Pittsburgh all have losing records at one point. Like I was like Cincinnati at the top and then the, the person right under them, whatever team it is, is eight and nine. Um, I mean, obviously I would hope not for the Steelers, <laughs> but, um, but like, if anything, I feel like that could be more of a, a bigger, bigger statement than saying the Cleveland Browns are going to be 10 and seven Baltimore is going to be eight and nine or nine and eight. And the Steelers are going to be six and 11 or, you know, seven and 10. I feel like, I feel like there's, there could be a lot more to be said about them all having losing records and Cincinnati winning the division rather than those three all like having fighting for the division. Like, like I, like you said, I don't think Baltimore, I don't think Baltimore can really get it done without Lamar. I feel like Huntley would, like you said, have to ball out. Um, Cleveland, I still think they're they're struggling a little bit on defense. You know, I mean, yes, they had Jacoby Brissett, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But there's been a lot of things that make me question uh, Cleveland's uh, front office too. I mean, they're they're very they, they do make some questionable decisions. So I mean, if they choose to make more questionable decisions, it could hurt or help them in the long run. I mean, a lot of people were curious about this Deshaun Watson deal completely. So, I mean, that's that's still a remains-to-be-seen type thing. I mean, maybe he'll blow up this year, or maybe he'll do nothing, and then maybe he'll end up like Russell Wilson. I mean, a lot of people have the Broncos doing really well next year, and I just don't see it, you know? Like, I just don't, but I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of high hopes for the Steelers. I have high hopes that they could get second, but uh, I don't know. It's tough. Do you objectively think that the Steelers' offense is in a place right now where they can beat the Ravens' defense? The Ravens' defense? Yes. Yeah. You think the Steelers' offense should be able Mm -hmm. to take down the Baltimore Ravens' defense? No problem. Well, not like no problem, but I mean, I'm pretty sure. Didn't we win? Didn't we beat them last season? I think you beat them. I think you might have gone one and one against them. I'm just thinking yeah, like, the Ravens defense. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure we beat them last season. It was one and one. Okay. Yeah. Because Ra- we because I remember us losing, I think, home, and then I think we beat them away. Okay. The Ravens defense so. though isn't really changing that much. And they've been a strong defense for a while. I mean, yeah, but I mean it's this it's the same situation. I'm pretty sure we went one and one against every single team. I think we beat you guys once, lost to you guys. Beat Baltimore once, lost to Baltimore, and then we lost to Cleveland once and beat Cleveland. So I mean, like, I, I don't really think. Um, I, I, it's, I don't think so. I mean, I think Baltimore, yes, is a great team, but I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's a team's a team, and you know, any any other team can come in and beat them out. So I mean, I, I don't really think it's uh, necessarily like a. Can the Steelers do it? I mean, maybe they can't do it week seven, but maybe they'll be able to do it week eight or something like that. You, you just, it, it just, it just depends on the day. I mean, San Francisco was supposed to have one of the best defenses and got defeated by Philly. And like, granted, I understand the quarterback situations and blah, 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 and all that, but they still lost. It wasn't like San Francisco kept it close. Um, and then you can go back, like, and just talk about so many other games that were like, what the heck happened, you know? Like where, where was the defenses and stuff? So I don't know. I think, I think, I don't think the Steelers will have any issues against the Ravens. So do you think, how do I want to say this? Why do you think, or what do you think the Ravens will do? Cause presumably if they trade Lamar, which they would, 
Um, they're going to get a first-round pick, for sure. They're going to get at least one first-round pick. We're going to talk about him going to the Colts. I think that's a interesting spot for him. If he goes to the Colts, though, the Colts have the fourth overall pick right now, I believe. And so they would have they would be in position to get a new quarterback if they want. They also have Tyler Huntley, who's a twenty twenty rookie. I forget how I believe Tyler Huntley's still under contract. Do you in that situation and do the plug and play thing that we've been loving? Do you think this is gonna be a team? The Baltimore Ravens, they're gonna be a team that you're yelling let somebody cook at? I I don't know. I mean, it's it's a tough call because it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's not like Indianapolis where they had Matt Ryan, Nick Foles, and Sam Ellinger. They had like a super veteran, uh, a rookie, or like not really, like you know. It's just like they had like all different age ranges. They had like a young buck, a super veteran, and then a veteran. And it's like, oh, we're just gonna cycle all three in. And then you had like Washington where it was like. Carson Wentz, Heineke, and then they had um, they had Sam Howell. It's like it's one of those things where it's like you got to pick somebody. And then in the Jets, it was, you know, I mean, even like I mean, New England Patriots kind of did a little bit too. They they had Mac Jones and they were doing the Zappy thing, and then Zappy the hour. And then the Jets had uh, Mike White, Joe Flacco start at the end of the year, and then um, uh, you know, our our, uh, our boy that I you know don't uh don't feel like he is a I'm blanking on his name, Zach Wilson. I I blanked on his name for a minute. I was gonna say Zach Bryan, but I, I felt like that was just my my mind's in a different country singer. Not... Zach Bryan is starting for the New yeah. York Jets. Yeah, no. Um, but um, I, I think I don't know if Baltimore would do that. Um, but I mean, I guess it's not impossible. I mean, since we've been seeing it a lot more, I mean, I guess I guess it's possible. So, so um, but it would really depend on who Baltimore would draft. So Baltimore would have Tyler Huntley, Anthony Brown, and presumably I'm going to say, because I don't think the Carolina Panthers are actually going to take him first overall. Your boy, Anthony Richardson. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, so nice. Wow. Maybe, maybe do some plug and play <laughs> there. And that's why they, they uh, over here at, sportsnot.com they know anthony richardson's gonna end up being the starter and that's how the baltimore ravens are gonna get second oh okay yeah. interesting you don't, you don't i i i don't agree with that but um i think it's gonna be i think at that point it will be a lot of plug and play. i mean the problem is is like you you have to really like it's it's one of those things where like when kenny pickett went in for the Steelers this year i mean like i, I don't want to say he did like amazing you know at times i mean there's definitely like against the miami dolphins game like we easily could have won that game three interceptions by kenny that, that was tough and i mean there was a lot of games that you know kenny just had to clutch and there were some hit or miss moments for 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 kenny but i mean i think towards the end of the season he was showing a lot of promise yet we weren't scoring a lot of points um like we weren't you know we were struggling with different you know like we were struggling at different moments and stuff, but one of the things that Mike Tomlin did was he kept Pickett in and just kind of let him develop. And I think a lot of these um, other teams are just kind of not letting, like, like I said, they're not letting somebody cook and they're just kind of letting, they're kind of just like, 
putting one player in at a time. They're just like, oh, you know, like for in, for example, Indianapolis, like, oh, we're going to start Nick Foles. Oh, he did terrible this week. We're going to put in Matt Ryan next week. And then Matt Ryan does okay. They might win again. They're like, all right, yeah, we're going to put Matt Ryan in for the following week. He loses up. Oh, we're going to go back to Sam Ellinger. It's like, why? Just like, just let it happen. And like for, for Baltimore, I feel like if they are going to run with Anthony Richardson, start out with playing Tyler Huntley or, or whatever that other guy is. What's What's the third strings? Anthony Brown. What's, anthony brown let anthony brown you know cook for a little bit or just let one of those guys cook and then whenever you feel like it's time even if it's not this season like let's say huntley does blow up and does really good and they do end up getting second place then okay well you don't got to worry about it but if he starts struggling like mitchell trubitsky did for the steelers um i think it might be a conversation where you might have to say you know what i think it might be time to to put in um our future and that might be ar and and instead of like switch like if he does bad like i mean the problem is though is like tennessee had malik willis and malik willis did bad like i i don't want to like sugarcoat he didn't do great we and called he beat, it yeah i i knew that <laughs> and i was like i was like I, don't, I think malik willis is a little uh little overrated there and then he ended up going in and doing really bad he ended up i think picking up that win against houston right maybe i think he did win one game but it still was very questionable. So, I mean, there's like quarterbacks like that, that you kind of almost know immediately that might be a struggle to develop. Now, granted Malik Willis was a second round pick, I believe like he was a later round pick and Anthony Richardson's supposed to go first round. So you would assume a lot more from him, but also we've seen a lot of first round picks not do anything at all. So, I mean, it, it just is – it's a gambling game in the NFL. When you go and draft somebody, you just gamble that you hope that they're good. They looked good in college, but you kind of just have to hope for the best. And um, I think Baltimore would be fools if they did that. The only way that I would do that is if Anthony Richardson didn't show any promise. Kenny Pickett showed promise. Anthony Richardson, it would have to be a to-be-determined type thing. Like if, if he got drafted to Baltimore – if he threw four picks in the first half, then I'd be like, yeah, this guy stinks. But if he throws like, if he throws like, <laughs> if he throws one touchdown and one interception in the first half and everyone's like, all right, well, not bad. Maybe even if he finishes with like one, one touch, two touchdowns and like, you know, three or four interceptions, maybe it's a little bit more promise. I mean, you know, throwing the two touchdowns might be, you know, good, but like the ratio might be bad because you have four interceptions or fumbles or whatever, whatever you want to put it in there. But it might be a thing where it's like, all right, well, we're, we're going to keep going. I mean, Kenny threw th- three interceptions his first game, and he had only two rushing touchdowns. He didn't even throw a touchdown. He had two. So um, I I just hope Baltimore doesn't do that. I hope they don't switch lots. I, think, I hope they follow one of their AFC North pals and uh, and actually just kind of let, let – if, it, if it's Anthony Richardson or Will Levis or whoever they end up going, just let them cook. Okay. Okay. I – well – First of all, Malik Willis was 86th overall, but I do want to brag on that. He was supposed to go in the first round, and I kept saying, I don't know if you were part of the show yet or not during last year. I don't think I was, but but I know me and you talked about this. But I kept saying he is not a first-round level quarterback. He shouldn't be in the first round. He wasn't, so he's not that great in my opinion. Um, Josh Dobbs played better than him. But moving on. Let's let's not roast Malik Willis this entire time. Let's continue talking about Lamar Jackson because he is the big news piece. Um, let's talk about him going to the Colts. And I grew up a Indianapolis Colts fan. I traded sides in 2013 when 
Bengals drafted uh, Tyler Eifert, who was from you my traded home. sides. I traded sides. Which, Interesting. And I liked, you know, hey, I didn't bandwagon because the Colts were good. Or had been coming off good. They were bad. I, I'm not. I'm not saying you're a bandwagon. I'm just saying that it was just funny that you said I traded sides. And I traded. I did. I went after Andrew Lux. He was drafted in 2012. So Andrew Lux, soft going into his sophomore season, I switched sides. Started rooting for Tyler Eifert. I, I've stayed consistent. I didn't go from like one really good team to or one really bad team to one really good team. I, I went from a bad team to a bad team. Or actually a good team to a bad team. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that that's uh, – I I, I, I'm really surprised though, that you even went to be a Bengals fan. I mean, I get that Cincinnati's close to you, but also, like, Indianapolis is also really close to you, and you live in the state of Indiana. Yeah, so, I, I, I just – it would make more – it made more sense for me to – like, obviously, I live and grew up in Pittsburgh, you know – I still like it's natural I still for like me Indy. to be a Steelers. I still like Indy. I like I like the Colts still. I still have my Colts jerseys and I like I like Colts fans. Colts fans are really cool to hang out with too. But point is Lamar Jackson. He's on the market. He tweeted yesterday he doesn't want to be a Baltimore Raven. He said he loves the Ravens fan base. He loves the community. He loves Baltimore. But he, they're not gonna pay him what he feels like he should be paid. So he's moving on. He's making a business decision. And that it has always been his dream to win a Super Bowl or to help a team win a Super Bowl, I believe, is what he actually said. Okay. <laughs> I, I kind of already basically saying that Baltimore was never going to win a Super Bowl. So that, that's already kind of a slap in the face. Two things, two things here that are really interesting to me with the Colts. Jim Ursay a few years ago promised that the Indianapolis Colts would win two Super Bowls in this decade. It's getting close to the middle of the decade, and they haven't won one yet, and they haven't even come they, close. I was gonna say they haven't even gotten. Have they even gotten into playoffs like at all in the last three years? I think once before Jacksonville okay. start because Jacksonville and the Titans were doing their thing. Yeah. But, yeah. I just, I just didn't know because I, I, I don't really follow a lot of Colts and I, I don't remember, you know what? I think you're right. I think they did make it the one year. Um, I don't remember who they had, but I remember them making it. I and feel then like I they think they lost in. in the first. Yeah. They snuck in some, some point might've been during the bubble year, right. whatever year that was the 2021 season or 2020 season. It was one of those years. I think they snuck in it. Then Jim Ursay yesterday was asked how he feels about guaranteed contracts. And Jim Ursay, in his own fashion, as if he had no idea what was going on in the media, said, I don't like them. I think I, they don't work out well. They're not competitive. I don't think that they help us as a team. Um, so now Jim Ursay is saying, I don't like guaranteed contracts. They don't work out in the NBA. They don't work out in other professional leagues. Okay. Um, Lamar Lamar's out there saying he wants a fully guaranteed contract. I don't think he's going to get that. I really don't think he's going to get that because he has an injury history, and a fully guaranteed contract is stupid in a game where anyone could get injured at any point, especially one when it's like, 
230 mil. If you want to give your punter a 5 million fully guaranteed contract, okay, fine. But getting your quarterback that, I don't see it. However, why I I don't personally like Lamar's playing style. I've been very open about that. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a great guy. I don't personally like his playing style though. I think he runs too much. I think he's got a decent arm, but I'm not sure his running style is sustainable. However, I think that the Colts have been too long focused on the pocket passer. They're sticking to that. Um, they had Phil Rivers. They had they kind of got away with it with Wentz, but then they went back to Matt Ryan, and who was also a pocket passer. It just hasn't worked. It hasn't worked out. And now they've got Shane Steichen, first-year head coach. He was there, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. He's worked with Jalen Hurts, got them to a Super Bowl. Do I think he's going to get them to a Super Bowl? His their, get them to a Super Bowl their first year? No. But you bring in Lamar Jackson. He has a similar playing style to Jalen Hurts. Their games are different in some ways, but they're both mobile quarterbacks. And Shane Steichen already knows how to work with that. Second of all. The Indianapolis Colts need a refresher. I feel like the Indianapolis Colts have become that team that is just kind of vaguely like out there on the schedule, like in a cloud where you're like no one really knows what they're doing. They don't really have anything. They have some key players on defense. Shaq Leonard is a stud. They've got Jonathan Taylor at running back. But after that, it's like, like who else, you know? I, I think bringing in Lamar – brings a new energy to the building, brings a new energy to the fan base. And it helps uh, kind of bring in some youth because he's not that old, really. Uh, he was a 2018 rookie, so he's a, he's got that veteran experience, but he can also still play. Lamar Jackson can ball out. That's still a fact, even if you don't like his playing style. He's still a threat. Um, and teams or players will want to come play with Lamar Jackson. So... If you can say to Lamar, maybe, I don't, I just think he brings something to the team that helps them refresh their marketing and also their team in the locker room itself. So if you can somehow convince Lamar to take a lesser guaranteed contract and say, hey, look, if you come here, you're going to be a part of building something. You're going to help us build something greater. I think that is more enticing, at least to me as an outsider. I would rather be a part of a legacy with – it's going to go Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, whoever wins the Colts their next Super Bowl. Because they're going to forget in, – in the history books, they're going to forget all this, like, random stuff where we've got uh, random veteran quarterbacks every year. Bring in a young guy. Bring in a guy who you know can play – who can make a difference. I think Lamar Jackson could be that guy. Your head coach has already worked with a guy similar to him. Players will like him. I think it's a good win for the Colts if you can get him on a good contract. What do you think? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I I think it could be a good landing spot for them. Um, I, I, I do. Um, or for Lamar, I think. I think it could be a really good landing spot. Uh, the bringing in a young guy is definitely going to help. I mean, you know, as you said, um, the new head coach has a lot of experience with like m mobile quarterbacks, you know, Jalen hurts. I mean, and um, although Jalen hurts wasn't as mobile as like Lamar, Lamar uses his legs a lot more. 
I feel like it could help. I think the only thing is with Indianapolis is although that they have the quarterback situation figured out, I still don't think it's going to be immediately before they find like all the other key pieces they need. I mean, like it's one of those things where it's like, it takes time to build a football team. And um, if for Indianapolis, how you said it, like, I, I think, you know, they have some big pieces, but I think they're also missing a lot. You know, I think that they could use some help on maybe the receiving. I think they could use a little bit of help on defense, not a ton, but just a little bit, just some key additions would be very helpful. Um, And I I think that they could be solid, but the problem that I have with that is it, you know, are they willing to pay him like come, come end of the season? Because you know, I mean, he's still going to want guaranteed money. I mean, right now he doesn't want as guaranteed of money like now because, you know, obviously the whole scandal and stuff like that. But if he still wants to stick with like the $200 million guaranteed type deal, even after this season, you know, it's going to be a question for the Colts if they're going to be willing to pay him that much guaranteed money or if it was just like a one year, one hit wonder, one year type thing. And they might only go eight and nine. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you, you just don't know. You kind of have to like trade for him and then kind of seal a deal almost immediately. And it, it'll be very interesting for the Colts if they did that. Um, I, I just, he wants to help a team win a Super Bowl. And I think he could win a Super Bowl with Indianapolis, but I think Indianapolis needs some key players first before they make a deep run. It's not like there's some teams out there that just, they have all the pieces. They just need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like the Rams. The Rams had all the pieces, but they just needed a better quarterback. And they got that in Matt Stafford and they ended up winning. I mean, granted, they did a lot of buying and did a bunch of other stuff. They bought a lot of, they almost kind of bought their Super Bowl in a way. Um, but uh, I mean, they did win, but all they really needed was that quarterback. Um, just because Jared Goff got them to that Super Bowl, but they couldn't do anything else. Matt Stafford won them that Super Bowl. The Rams so. also needed a BS holding call to win the Super Bowl. Just never forget. Uh, never forget. No, I forgot that they, I, honestly, I kind of forgot the Rams played the, uh, the, <laughs> The good old um, Cincinnati Bengals. But I don't know. I just feel like Lamar, whatever team he goes to, they're going to want to – players are going to want to play with Lamar. Players may take pay cuts to p- play with Lamar. We've seen it. If you have a franchise quarterback, there are players who will say, you know what, I've got all these offers from all these other teams, but I really want to go play with that guy. But the only thing that I have with that is since it's so further into free agency, I feel like a lot of more key guys aren't going to wait around, you know, to see where Lamar goes. So it'd be a situation where this would be a thing for next year because right now it's right now there's a couple other factors. I mean, will teams be willing to trade for Lamar Jackson right before the draft? Or would it be a situation where it'd be after the draft? Like let's say Indianapolis doesn't get a quarterback in the first round. And then they're like, well, let's trade away all of our first round picks for the next five years and get Lamar Jackson. You know, we got our key, you know, lineman or whatever, whatever we want to draft. Like, I, I don't really know. I haven't really looked into Indiana or Indianapolis Colts uh, mock drafts too much. So I don't really know what they need. But like, you know, whatever they might need, <clears throat> if they don't decide to draft a quarterback and they decide to draft something else, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of factors with it. I mean, there's some teams that might just be like, oh, if we don't get a quarterback, we'll just draw or we'll just trade for uh, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson. But um, I, would, I mean, it's it's tough. It's, I would it's a tough thing. Say off the top of my head, the 
Colts draft needs are probably quarterback, which would be solved by getting Lamar Jackson. Uh, some offense, offensive line depth. I think they lost a cornerback, so they're going to need that. Then maybe some pass rush and then a receiver because Paris Campbell is with the Giants now. So what if – I'm just I'm just spitballing here. This is another pipe dream. D-hop to the Colts because he wants to play with Lamar. Uh, Se- second the round problem is though we trade away the entire franchise for the Colt. The Colts' entire future gets traded for D Hop and Lamar. The the only thing that I have to say about that is you have to bank a lot on signings at that point. You have to bank like if you make those two trades, you have to hope that your team is capable enough to, from what you have right now. Unless you pick up some like random guys off off you know free agency like those those like 34 year old guys aren't that aren't expected to get signed but get signed by the Colts just because they need the players mm-hmm. type situation um you would like if you don't sign anybody else you just kind of the Colts would just if they traded away like all of their picks in the next this year or something like that for D Hop and Lamar and stuff like that they would kind of just have to hope that it works and that's a scary thing because if it doesn't work like right, like right now Denver is really concerned because Russell Wilson did not cook this season like they were hoping that he would. I mean, there, there's a lot of factors that go into that even. But, like, I mean, you think about that, and a lot of people are like, dang, we really traded away all these picks for for what, you know? And, I mean, it's 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 scary because they're just – Russell. they just have to make Russell Wilson work. They just have to have it work. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Deshaun Watson even hasn't shown that much promise either. And that's, they're just kind of hoping that it works. You know, I mean, there, there's just, I mean, granted, that was a different, you know, aspect, but it, it's just, it's, it's a lot of, um, it's, it's definitely something to keep an eye on, but definitely something risky. If they feel it'll work great, but I don't know if that's a good idea for Indianapolis. I, I don't think D hop and Lamar would be a good idea unless <laughs> you can get D hop for like a third or fourth round pick or something. He's not worth, he's definitely worth more, but I don't know if it would be worth a second or first when, you know, you traded for Chase Claypool and it was a second. So I think D Hop D Hop goes for a second, I think. So you get D Hop for mean, a second. It would be Um maybe another late round pick, but I think I'm thinking D Hop second round pick. Lamar is gonna go for two firsts. Because the Yeah. Because of the tag. Um I just But also I there I'm sure there's probably some extra stuff in that one too. Oh, man. It's probably going to be some extra stuff. I mean, it's not just going to be two first round picks. I think it. I think it know. would be because just they, first two first round picks. Because it's the non exclusive tag or the exclusive. Tag. I know, but like so you, I think you they, wouldn't think that there would be anything else with it. They. I think that's the highest it can be. <laughs> oh, I mean, I guess if yeah. I understand it right, I could I could be a hundred percent wrong on this, but I think it's. A fir- two first round picks or something equal to it that the league approves hmm. is my my understanding of it. I could be wrong on that, but I don't know. I think it might depend how desperate the Colts GM Chris Ballard is to kind of keep his job. Maybe Jim Irsay really does want to win two Super Bowls in this decade, so they sell out the entire future of the team to get two Super Bowls in the next four six years. Um, yeah i mean it, it's interesting i think i really like the lamar thing right now i think it's going to answer a lot of questions for a lot of teams 
Um, same with D Hop. D Hop, wherever he goes, that's going to kind of cause some ruckus. I really don't want him to go to the Chiefs um, or the Bills. Chiefs and the Bills are kind of the teams that it seems like he's been looking at. I don't want him at either one of those. I'd rather him go to the Colts, even though that's not what Lamar. Lamar or no, D Hop. Oh. Lamar. I was going to say, I was like, Lamar shouldn't be. I kind of like just did not register D Hopper. <laughs> Lamar, I was like, what? Lamar, but D Hop, D Hop, I don't know. D or Lamar shifts the entire draft. Lamar shifts the league wherever he goes, kind of like Aaron Rodgers. I feel like Lamar can kind of just, is kind of just like I said this on the Cardinal rule. He's like Thanos right now. He has the whole league in his hand, and whatever he does, every other team is waiting. We'll for. shift everything. Yeah, I mean, but but also with Aaron Rodgers, you know, you don't think about it, but that trade never went through yet. It hasn't. No. So, I mean, technically Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer as of right now. So, I mean, no matter what he says on the Pat McAfee show, like he is still a Packer. Nothing is confirmed yet. He doesn't want to play for them, though. He, I I I mean, if they can't get a trade done, you're going to have to either cut him or he's just going to have to retire. No, he'll probably just not play. They guaranteed him money. I think. Yeah. He could could go out there and just throw the ball into the dirt until they bench him and they still owe him like 60 million. Yeah. He'd be like, I, uh, I suck now. Trade me. Because trade he, me. Or, he went into yeah. his he went we're moving away from Lamar now. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. He could go into his dark room. He went into his dark room and he was gonna retire. He was ninety percent retired, he said. Sure, yeah, retiring. And he came out and the Packers were like, Hey, we're moving on from you and Aaron said, Uh no. What? No, you don't get to make that choice. Or I guess that's how he felt. He didn't want to make that. He didn't want them to make that choice. So he he wants to play. He wants to play for the Jets. I don't think he's going to play for the Packers. I think he likes the Packers fan base, but I don't think he likes the Packers organization right now, or at least certain people in the organization. Nathaniel Hackett, yeah, is over with the Jets right now. His buddy Alan Lazard is over with the Jets right now. I don't know who has the leverage. I mean, there have been podcasts talking about that. They're like. Oh, the Packers have all the leverage, and then the Jets podcast talking about how the Jets have all the leverage. I don't really know because the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to play, and he won't play, I presume. Yeah. Tough. I mean. (laughs) The Jets have gone all in on Aaron Rodgers. There's really nobody left for – unless they go for Lamar Jackson. Ooh, what about that? <laughs> what if they? What if instead of Aaron Rodgers, they just switch completely and decide that you know what, we're not going to go for Aaron Rodgers anymore. He's too old. And then they decide to go for Lamar Jackson instead. How would that shift that entire division? Because that division would be absolutely insane at that point. Because <laughs> then you would have the Bills, who are still pretty good, no matter like the additions or subtractions that they have. They're still going to be pretty good. Um, the Dolphins, who are very much becoming developed, I think New England is still okay. I think they'll be fighting for different things, but I mean, obviously, I mean, they're still struggling on figuring out Mac Jones and that whole thing. Then all of a sudden, you have the Jets, who have Lamar Jackson and a very solid team. I think it would change the landscape because I don't think Aaron Rodgers would change it as much as um, everybody's hoping for. I think it, I think it could be really Lamar Jackson that could change that landscape. <laughs> So that's a good thought, though, that you bring in. It would just be if the Jets are willing to trade away first-round picks. That would be such a... 
okay, it'd be kind of funny. In that it'd be scenario, really funny. does Aaron Rodgers go to the Packers then? Or not the Packers, the Ravens? No, Aaron Rodgers would just probably retire. Okay, he just Because retires. Baltimore would probably – yeah, I, I think okay. he would just retire at that point. Because I think at that point Aaron Rodgers would be pissed because he wouldn't have gotten what he wanted. And then the Packers would probably be like, we're not going to start you anyway. And then he'd probably just like, yeah, I'm done anyway. So because I don't think he would go to Baltimore because he said that his he wanted to go with the Jets. I mean, I don't think there's anything for the Ravens to really offer him. So I think Baltimore would just be out of luck. And maybe the Jets, maybe the Jets will be nice and throw in a dog bone. And maybe they'll throw in like Zach Wilson. And Alan Lazard's just in New York now, like Yeah. <laughs> with, with uh with yeah, with um uh, Lamar Jackson and yeah, with Lamar Garrett Jackson, Wilson. yeah, he's just Alan's just over yeah, there. Like, Alan Lazar, yeah, I came here for you, and now I'm alone, dude. I've yeah, got our apartment. Then... We were gonna share an apartment, <laughs> and then Stan, and then Stan gets really happy because the Jets win a Super Bowl or something in the next three years or something. Now oh, that would be a team that Lamar Jackson can help win a Super Bowl for. All they need is a quarterback. I feel like I feel like they have all the weapons just right in front of them. I, that, so that would be wild. Let's uh, stand the jet fan. Let's move on to some big news from last week and this week. Uh, so we've got Mr. The Washington uh, commanders are up for sale. Mr. Daniel Snyder has moved out of the stadium. Uh, that's what they said. I don't know. It sounds like he was living there. I presume they mean he's cleaned out his office. But he's not in the stadium uh, anymore. No, he he lives there. He actually lives in the top, like in the upper area where the suites are. One of the oh, suites is actually yeah. designated okay. for him. He sleeps on the couch. You yeah. can tell. I mean, you can really tell that he breathes Commanders football. He really cared about that team. Um, now Dan Snyder's a guy I don't really care about making. Like, I'm gonna we're gonna make fun of him because he he's like a <laughs> terrible person. But. Josh Harris, owner of the 76ers and the Devils, has submitted a fully financed $6 billion bid for the Commanders per Adam Schefter. So uh, Washington Commanders may be coming up under new management. Uh, Let's see here. What other big signings have we got? Bobby Wagner. We were wondering where he was going to go. Linebacker. He's going back to the Seahawks. He's saying... You know, this one year I took off, wasn't a huge fan. We're going back. We're going to run it back, Seahawks. So one guy is back from the Legion of Boom. He's going to hang out by himself for one year. He's on a one-year deal with the Seahawks. See what happens. They were a surprise playoff team last year. And then last night uh, at exactly 12.01 p.m., I saw that the – Bengals signed a tight end. We have a tight end. We're not running with Devin Ossie. Ossie, Patriots legend. We are going to have Irv Smith Jr., who is pretty decent. Like, I I think his floor is Hayden Hurst. He's about the same. He could maybe be a bit better than Hurst. I like Hurst. I like this signing. We're not going into the draft with just one tight end in the tight end room. Um, I think we should still draft a tight end. I'm still in my. Commander. I was gonna say, would you still draft a tight end? Because on yes. my end, I think you guys should. Yeah, for sure. So. I think I'm still Michael Mayer. I'm still a Michael Mayer guy. But Fair. this further, I, I've held this opinion for a while. We need a guy who can block and receive, not just receive, which is Dalton Kincaid. A lot of people are saying he's a great receiver. He can catch the ball. Da 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 da. Now I want a Michael Mayer type guy blocks and receives. 
the way the team is set up right now, you don't need we don't need Travis Kelsey. We don't need a guy who can go out and get 1,000 receiving yards as a tight end because we have Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey to the Bengals. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be mad about that, but uh, okay, dude, Burrow six thousand yards season, easy. <laughs> like halfway, easy, easy. halfway through the halfway through the season, he's got six thousand yards. That's that's my ranked number two quarterback in the AFC right there. <laughs> he's, hey, he's not beating Patrick Mahomes, but hey, one day, one day, dude, he has a better record against Patrick Mahomes than he does against Baker. And then Patrick Mahomes has against Patrick Mahomes. That's then, that's a really good one. Yeah. No. No, Joe, <clears throat> Joe Burrow has lost to Baker Mayfield more than he's lost to Patrick Mahomes. Fun fact. Mm, fun. But, um, yeah, are there any signings you've seen that you are excited about? Any signings that I've seen that I'm excited about? I mean, I, I feel like the Steelers keep adding depth. So I feel like on from like a Pittsburgh Steelers thing, I feel like they just keep adding like just like – like they're not menial players, but they're definitely like bigger – players you know getting you know moving along and stuff like that i feel like um you know we got some line help and just different players that are going to be key one thing that hasn't really been i don't think mentioned too much was uh our safety um edmonds he he went to philly um i don't know if you guys heard about that but edmonds was a pretty big part of the steelers so and um he ended up he was in the backfield a lot with minka and uh now he's going to uh be going to Philadelphia. So, and Gardner Minshew is a Colt. Oh, Gardner so, Minshew is a Colt. Yes. We did. I did think <laughs> about that real quick. As I was talking about that, I'm like, Minshew is a Colt. So how would that change all that quarterback stuff going on over there? Not be you know? the, he shouldn't be the season long starter. I don't think they intend to make him. Minshew mania. I think his contract maxes out at $6 million a year. So if he, if they're planning on starting him for the entire season, his agent sucks. Like, yeah, Minshew. Like, nah, he's not gonna start. He here. starts maybe like for six weeks while they get their rookie uh, ready. If they don't get Lamb Jack or Aaron Rodgers or who, whoever they end up with, who knows? Who knows? They, yeah, and I, I I do think. Um, but I will say Bobby Wagner though. Um, I think that's kind of fun though because I I feel like you know he left. Seattle and now he's going back and uh, I think it's gonna be a little fun I mean granted it was only for a year um it's okay it's okay he's talking to know you're really excited about he, I know but yeah no, Murray no, I'm telling the people on Spotify talk, that can't see you yeah yeah <laughs> Latavius Murray's a little excited um but but yeah he um Bobby Wagner I mean it wasn't like he left for multiple years and is returning uh, he's going to be leaving. He left for a year, and he's coming back. So He, he wanted to um, go outside, test to see how the Seahawks actually did, and then they went to the playoffs. He was like, oh, I'll come back. I'll come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to see what would happen. But, I mean, it'll still be fun, though. I think the Seahawks fans will be excited just because, you know, he's a he's a homeboy, and they're going to be like, yeah, in the first home game back, they're like, welcome back, Bobby Wagner. Everyone's like, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Bobby Wagner's <laughs> a stud. Can't even, I can't even be mad about that. Um, oh no, absolutely not. Yeah, I, I mean that'd be like if Logan Wilson got. No, please don't leave. But if Logan Wilson left and then came back, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you can come back. I'd be, I'd buy tickets to that game immediately because I love Logan uh, Wilson. He's fun to watch. Same with Jermaine Pratt. I was very happy that he came back. What um, about a Jordan Battle? 
what 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 do you what, how do you feel about Jordan Battle right now? Because I'm really excited about Jordan Battle. I just I it's just for the draft thing because I have him in all of my mock drafts right now. Are you just having the Steelers? Do you have him because the Steelers are actually going to go after him, or do you have him because you well really uh, the Steelers to... the Steelers need a safety anyway because they lost Edmonds and they lost Marcus Allen, so we don't really have a lot of safeties. We should probably draft a safety higher up, but um, but I think the Steelers should go for Battle. Because if... the only reason I the only reason I said that was just because. Jordan Battle posted on his Instagram story. Oh, okay. So I was like, what are, what are your thoughts on Jordan Battle? I mean, I think he can be a good player. I don't think the Bengals are going to go for him. Um, yes. Good. Good. Why would no, the, no. We're not going to go. No. Why would we? Good. Good. Don't uh, go for him. I don't think we're going to draft a safety that high if we draft one at all. Uh, so I think you guys maybe will go after Joey Porter Jr., but yeah, I, that's the, the consensus, round. right? That's the consensus. But I, I don't like us drafting cornerbacks in the yeah, first round. We, like, Artie Burns was not a good pick. Yeah, but it's Joey Porter Jr. Yeah, but Joey Porter Jr. may be like an Artie Burns. <laughs> so but he's Joey Porter's son. I get it, still. but still, <laughs> that's not just, always the same. If thing. I just say his name differently, it makes it better. What I we this is that is definitely a conversation we should have for Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. Or well, today is Tuesday, um, but yes, tomorrow. Oh shoot, today is Tuesday. Today, today is, is Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, wow. yeah, but yeah, Wednesday that is a conversation is, yeah. we will have tomorrow. I think, but it's either going to be tomorrow or Thursday. So probably probably tomorrow. Or can I go? Can I go into my spiel? Can I just cut it? Cause we're, we're getting... Yeah, I mean, if you want to. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're going way too deep into the... We're going to end up starting yeah, to talk about yeah. tomorrow's topic. I don't so. want to spoil Cause, cause anything for the Jordan fans. battle to the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, no, no. Joey Porter Jr. Are you, are you ready? Are you done? Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We can be found everywhere you listen to podcasts and on youtube at no but show our social media pages are no butts underscore show on instagram no but show on tiktok my twitter is josh underscore butts underscore 2001 on twitter and if you would like to reach us you can email us at bull moose podcast two that's the number two at gmail.com finally our spread shop where you can buy all the awesome merch like this tank top it says trust is toxic on it. Buy that. If you buy that, it helps support the show. It helps us get new equipment. It helps me move out of a dorm room in Steubenville, Ohio. So if you want to help support the show, uh, go buy the merch. The merch is in the description. Uh, once again, if you enjoyed today's show, please like, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, go do something nice for someone, and we're out.